Well, let's try to share some words about Swami Prabhupada. Since today, yesterday, sorry, we were celebrating Triple Tirubab Mahotsav, disappearance festival of Sri Rupa, Gauritas Pandit and Govinda Das. So we spoke mainly or basically about Gauritas Pandit yesterday. So Chamnanda is not satiated yet. So he wants to extend the Mahotsav, that's the idea, extend Mahotsav ad infinitum. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, as it is saying in the scripture, Krishna himself is Mahotsav. Krishna's name, Krishna's form, Krishna's beauty is a festival in itself. So the very, the very act of speaking about such a festival is... Itself, itself a festival. I mean, Krishna himself is a festival, so every time we have the chance of opening our mouth to try to describe a little bit that festival becomes immediately Mahotsav, a great festival. So <laughs> We are very fortunate to have so great, so many great no excuses, but real reasons to celebrate continuously over and over. <laughs> That's the invitation of Mahaprabhu. No? Kirtaniya Sadahari means celebration goes on. Kirtan means celebration, basically. That's a very interesting way of conceiving the practice of Kirtan itself. We are celebrating life. In all it, what life implies, actually. You know? Life, the, 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 all the layers of implication in life are so worthy of celebration. That's the point. When we really get to, to receive this, this Krishna conception, this approach to reality through the hand of Mahaprabhu and Parampara, we realize everything is worthy of celebration. So we want to give testimony of that with our own example. So to participate in Mahaprabhu's Kirtan movement means that. You know, like every step, it's a dance, means every step is you are really celebrating life. It's not just a, I will learn some Bollywood steps or whatever. No, no, I'm being really dancing at every step. And, Every word is a song. Actually, if, if your spirit is a celebrate, celebratory one, so you are official member, official card member of Mahaprabhu Sankirtan. We are trying to receive that card, more and more card, and there are different degrees of participation there. So at least if we are sincere, Hunker in that direction, we are already considered as part of the gang, so no problem. Mahaprabhu is very generous. So, every time, but even besides that, we have so many other nice chances of continuing celebrating because sometimes we, we may not be very capable of really celebrating every atom of existence. So, okay, we have the very, very mercifully, this is we have the Panjika, which means the calendar, Vaishnava calendar. So, so many extra opportunities for celebrating are there. So, if we miss the chance of being in this daily ecstatic celebration of life, well, we have to look at our calendar and there will be something to celebrate every single day, basically. So, yesterday... We, all, we didn't have only one celebration, but triple one, so you can imagine. <laughs> so, yes, one of, of those celebrations was the Tirobab Mahotsav of Trila Rupa Goswami. <clears throat> so, oof, what can we say about Trila Rupa Goswami? I mean, so many things. 
that we we should know, not not in the in an in informat- informative way, but in a transformative way. I mean, in our path, every information in every information concerning Gaudiya Vaishnavism lies the potential of transformation. So, whatever word and letter or phrase is there is a potential for transformation. So, when we go to study the the lives of the Goswami, that's very very inspiring experience. It should be at least, no? because they represent, as Guru Maharaj said, the, the ideal example of how to behave at sadhakas. Because not all of of Sriman Mahaprabhu's associates are showing a real ex- example to really follow. No? I mean, many of them are really, I don't know, dancing with crocodiles and uprooting palm trees and don't try this at Madhavan, please. We are just planting them. <laughs> so, you may go to the recently planted one. I will uproot one palm tree. You know, but that, that doesn't mean to be a follower of Nityananda Prabhu. You, know? you have to let them 10 years giving coconuts. After that, you try to uproot <laughs> So, that's not easy to follow. No. <laughs> no. So... <laughs> So in this way, you know, many of Mahaprabhu's followers, Pundarikbya, the media, and so many, you know, are showing such a particular degree of uh, Abaduta-like behavior. So it's not for us to to follow that. That will be cheap imitation. Anukar means in Sanskrit. It means just to do what the other one is doing. But that is, means nothing at, at the eyes of Krishna. So Anusar is our path, not Anukar. So Anusar means to follow Anu Sar. Sar means the cream. <laughs> the essence. <yeah. laughs> to follow the cream of what the great Acharyas are giving us. Mahajanojina Gata Sapanta. The path for really uncovering the real truth about Dharma, Dharma Tatplam Nihit Anguhayam. The real truth about Dharma lies in the in the hearts of Great soul, so Mahajana Jena Gata We should, we should walk the path, whatever path they have tread. But to walk that again is not imitation. It's, you have to know why they are walking that path and from which side of their hearts they are doing that. So that means Anusar, to not imitate but to follow in the footsteps of great personalities. So that's a very important point. Once Sila Bhaktivala appeared to Maharaj was asked what's the difference between imitation and following. So he says, in order to follow you have to know why the person is doing what he's doing. So you will be able to follow to follow in his motivation, in his mood. Not only what he's doing but why he she is doing that. So of course when you try to get in touch with the inner motivation of the Mahajans, you discover, oh, <laughs> or you may think, oh, I discovered his motivation, that's so great. After some time you realize, oh, that was not the motivation. <laughs> Maybe that was my motivation projecting into the sadhu and creating some world of still selfish motivation with the sadhu. There is some kitri maybe there at the beginning of spiritual life, <laughs> even, even concerning sadhu's motivation. So gradually, by the sadhu's mercy, we get to to see the sadhu more and more. That's the conclusion of the sadhu. How to see the sadhu? By the sadhu's grace. How to see the sun? By the sun itself. I mean, no candle is necessary there. If you never see the, saw the sun, 
and someone tells you tomorrow we'll see the sun you always live like this Plato's analogy of the cave so you'll bring some candle okay we'll see the sun so everyone yeah. will laugh at you what they are doing with the candle I mean that's the light of light no? so, but you won't you won't believe it no, you won't throw the candle so easily <laughs> no no I may need it I may need it I may need it I don't trust the self-effulgency of the sun so my candle is still there <laughs> So similar you know, regarding the sadhu scriptures say you know, self-effulgent truth will be coming there throw away all your so-called likes and candles and just open yourself to <laughs> to the sun Krishna sun sadhu sun but sometimes we still have some candle emergency candle here and there <laughs> because maybe faith is not still fully free when faith is free okay you understand, no? sun is enough for all the candles in the world. So, so by the grace of the sadhu, we can see the sadhu. So by hearing, by knowing about the life of people of Srila Rupa Goswami, we get to know Srila Rupa Goswami. <laughs> by he himself, by the ones who are in his lead, Rupa Nuga, Varga, daily we glorify in this way, Rupa Nuga, Guru Varga, Ki, Jai. <laughs> So it means all the people who are, who are following the footsteps of Sri Rupa Goswami, not imitating, but following to his footsteps. So, so Sri Rupa Goswami is, well, Tiksu Goswami, first of all, are the main, like once Guru Mahasaya says, it's like our superheroes in the Gorlila conception. I, I, I remember when I was young. Maybe in your respective countries it was there. Like today we were speaking about Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I have the there was some sort of like the Justice Hall hall. There were some different superheroes and it was one big hall of different superheroes who represent the Justice Hall. No? Maybe Justice League. No. Maybe, who knows? <laughs> so here we are speaking about of course Triple League. No? Justice is we will be losers if we go just to the Justice League. I mean, <laughs> we already know what that means. We have been part of that for long. <laughs> so, so now we are tired of Justice League and we want to change the series and enter into the costless mercy league. So these six Swamis represent these six main su- superheroes in this Kripa league. So we are really praying to them, please be a superhero. In my life, uh, the sadhus say, no, "Oh, you are known as the most merciful, but if you don't give the, your mercy to me, if you don't redeem me, your name as most first merciful is worthless, because I am really the most fallen one." So this very interesting, tricky uh, <laughs> prayer has to be really some not calculated things we should really feel. When we are really convinced about that, that extraordinary mercy will fill our hearts. So, Srila <clears throat> Rupa Goswami is, in one sense, the main one of the six Goswamis, even though he's not the senior most one, but Sanatana Goswami is that one. But we see how Sanatana Goswami is always offering pranam also to Sri Rupa. And also, we know, Gaur Lila, he's the senior one, Krishna Lila, Rupa Goswami is the senior one as Rupa Mandari, the head of all the maidens of Sri Radha there. <clears throat> So, maybe I will try to share some words about his teachings, maybe going through his life is like 
some other day we can do it, no problem. <laughs> it's very, very big topic, and maybe if there are some other questions as well. So, well, Chila Rupa Goswami, hmm? Rupa means form, so it is said that that name is also connected to how he is like the very embodiment of Ma- Mahaprabhu's uh, spirit. His pr- the pranam that Narottam Dastaku composed to him very clearly speak about that. No? Sri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutali Sayamarupa Kadamaham Dadati Svapadantikam So there Narottam Prabhu is offering pranam to the lotus feet Padantikam of, of Sri Rupa especially because Sri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Manobhishtam Abhishtam means Desire, yeah. And mana means mind. Abhishtam means also like intense desire, like deep desire, because so many desire. Of course, we are speaking about Sri Chaitanya mana, Mahaprabhu's mind. So <laughs> there cannot be but anything but deep desires. <laughs> so Sri Chaitanya mana Abhishtam, Stapitam Vyedam Bhutale. Stapitam, that person was able to establish Mahaprabhu's mind, Bhutale. <laughs> In this blue land, no, in this land, in this air, on this earth, so that person is the one which I will offer our obeisances, say Narutam, and that's Sri Rupa. So this is a very interesting point. Mahaprabhu's, I mean, Sri Rupa Goswami was totally absorbed in Mahaprabhu's mind. So in mind means desires, and desires, you, you know, connected to Mahaprabhu, have to speak about specific desires. You know, there are three main desires that are the salute blackshan of his descent, the main attributes for him to come here, and there are some secondary desires that also Srila Rupa Goswami fulfill somehow or other. <coughs> so, externally speaking, if you will, Mahaprabhu, you know, instructed the Goswamis to establish temples for the worship of Sri Radha and Krishna. First go to Vrindavan and rediscover the whole Vrindavan, basically. <laughs> and there was mostly the first ones going there, after um, Lokanath Goswami, Bugarbha Goswami. They were the, the main, the first ones. And Vrindavan was really Vrindavan. It was forest from tip to toe. Now you go there and it's Vrindapuri. Yeah. <laughs> Ban is no longer there. <laughs> we have big urban development, but of course, Bed Brindown is there for the one who had the eye to see it. But <laughs> on the sensory level, we have much urban development. But at that time, when when the Goswamis went there, Mahaprabhu said, "Go to Brindavan and reestablish the lila stalis, the sacred spots where Sri Sri Radha Krishna enacted their divine." Dramas hmm? also established the worship of deity, established temple for the worship of Takurji there, and also please write, uh, of course, establish a proper example for us behavior for Vaishnav society and write books delineating the science of bhakti. So that's in one sense connected to Mahaprabhu's external desire, like to disseminate Harinam Sankirtan with the corresponding body of. Mm. assistant knowledge because it's not only 
as we say the other day in Poland, not only chant and be happy, but between the chant and be happy, you have some brackets with many things to consider. <laughs> so Goswamis are there to fill in that space, if you will. But also internally, as we know, Mahaprabhu was uh, coming here for the main purpose of Rasa Ashwadan, Prema Rasani Ryas, Kuriti Ashwadan, Raga Marga Bhakti Lok, Kuriti Prachadan. In very brief words, Krishna does say it very nicely. Prema Rasani Ryas, Kuriti Ashwadan. For Ashwadan, for relishing Prema Ras, that's the main one of the purpose of Mahaprabhu's coming, main one. And Raga Marga Bhakti Loki Kodite Pracharam. Pracharam means Prachar. To preach about Raga Marga Bhakti Loki in this world. He also came for that. So Goswamis were uh, crucial and instrumental in, in, in all this. And uh, Rupa Goswami really was really in the mind of Mahaprabhu. I mean, to the point that Guru Maharaj said that he made Mahaprabhu, how did they blush? Mm-hmm. Blush in this? Are you, oh, <laughs> So this is, this is connected. We were speaking two days ago when we were there in, in Rathiyatra. I mean, I wanted to speak about that, but there were 30 concerned newcomers, so it was too much for them. <laughs> so I just tried to explain why Jagannath has such big eyes on the toe. Basically, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's all. It's all. It's all there, but. Also, but so you know, in this Rathayatra, famous, most esoteric festival in our tradition that I can think of, so many layers of poetic implication and meanings, surcharges of, <laughs> of, of of deep emotional content. And Mahaprabhu is celebrating this Rathayatra in a very ecstatic mood. I mean. We know that Mahaprabhu showed ecstatic symptoms. There is no person in the story of reli- in the religious history that showed such symptoms. But especially in Rathiyatra, you hear about some things that you really you require some banda not to be terrified about that and, and, and go to to some Buddhist temple and say I don't know I don't want to hell like him. <laughs> I once here met one person in Argentina like that. He he met the devotees and he, I was very happy with. Like what Urmara say similar, no? I want. I heard about Mahaprabhu's uh, 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 evangelio. How they say it in this? Like the gospel, yeah, Mahaprabhu's gospel. I heard about Mahaprabhu's gospel. I was so inspired to join, but when I heard third verse, Shikshastakam, I say, Oh no, no, I'm I'm off here. <laughs> so this is about to say. Oh, I was with the devotees very nice when I started to, to read about how Mahaprabhu was crying and contortioning and, and suffering. And I said, no, I don't want to end like that. And he became Buddhist. <laughs> no. He wanted to go out for the van, went to Nirvana. Because there was so much for him. But the point, he didn't understand what was going on there. As we say yesterday, Bhai Bhisa Jalahai Krishna himself in Bhagavad Gita says, happiness in Sadbaguna looks like poison outside. He speaks about Sadbaguna only. What to speak about? Bisuddha Sattva. <laughs> Sadbaguna looks like poison outside, and but it's taste inside. Happiness in Rajas is the opposite. No? So what, what to speak if we go to the Nirgun, to the Bisuddha Sattva? 
near Google platform. It's much more like astonishing. You have to really have proper Sambanda Gyan because if not, you will really become like roller coasters. What's going on? So in Rath Theatre especially, there's one nice description the Guru Maharaj shares in his Sikshastagam about Mahaprabhu and Rath Theatre describing very poetically his symptoms, ecstatic symptoms. I cannot recall every one of them, but they were speaking like foam was coming like like uh, like snow from his mouth and and his his uh, hair so standing on end like like how say spina spines from like simuli tree that is one tree with spines and like depicting the whole each part of his body and all this asta sattvika vikar is ecstatic symptom like making eruption simultaneously in him so that was like too much. And Nityananda Prabhu of some distance like offering Pranam like ooh <laughs> you are really tasting what you came for. No? <laughs> so at that point it's it's this famous section with Mahaprabhu starts to sing this I don't know, so called pop song. <laughs> some song popular song at the time that nobody will sing Rath Yatra. Supposed to sing Jai Jagannath Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. <laughs> Stuff like that. But Mahaprabhu quoted a verse from this secular poetry that spoke in the spirit. One lady was expressing, Oh, I hankering so much for those nights of the Chaitra months to be again in this, in this particular place with my beloved. And it's like basically mundane poetry, a lady missing his beloved. So many people was like, no, like, okay. No. Kirtan was nice till this moment. No? <laughs> it's like if we are singing here now and, and suddenly I start to sing some Beatles song, the sing Mongol Arctic, so you say, oh my God. <laughs> Swami was nice till this specific point. <laughs> no. If I do that, that's not ecstatic symptom in my part. So you just ask me, please. <laughs> but Mahaprabhu had a deeper import in mind. No? <laughs> so, but m- m- most people was totally like astonished they were not judging him but they were not able to understand why he's singing this song in the midst of such a sacro-religious function you no? you won't invoke some pop song from the time no? so, but Srila Rupa Goswami was able to again Sri Chaitanya Manovishtam to enter into Mahaprabhu's mind and like, capture no? the, un- the, the underlying uh, intention read between the lines if you will of the song so much that he was able to to write some other lines that were the ones that he was actually hearing. No? The Rupa Goswami never heard a pop song. He, he heard a particular composition that Mahaprabhu was revealing to him. So he like, after that wrote them, like feeling, oh, Mahaprabhu is singing that song to me. Some other words hearing some like astonishing pop song. Rupa Goswami was hearing some revelation. Mahaprabhu is sharing with me this slok as a gift. <laughs> As you know, he wrote this sloka, one palm leaf. He left his bhajan kutir, put it on the roof to, to dry. And Mahaprabhu came to visit Sri Rupa. When he was not there, he found, he found Sri Rupa <laughs> in the particular form of his handwriting. As Guru Maharaj said, he said that he was so... Not only what he wrote was so beautiful, but even his handwriting was like captivating. Every, every aspect of his writing was totally had the potential of capturing Mahaprabhu's mind. <coughs> so, 
So Mahaprabhu read that and he was like totally, uh, what is it, bashful? Bashful? Ashamed? Bashful? So Sri Rupa Goswami came a little bit later and Mahaprabhu was like, like, look and look and Rupa Goswami. And he like, yeah. he like slapped him. Like, how, how are you able to know me so much? I mean, how can you know me so much? And this is what happens every, every time to Krishna, you know. He, he's in front of his devotees and he realizes, how can you know me so much? I mean, <laughs> you show me, you reflect my own self in, through your devotion in, in forms that I myself am attracted to see. So Mahaprabhu himself is, is a product of, of that type of exchange, you know. It's Krishna wanting to... To, to, to know the full Im- the full implications of being himself basically uh, it was not possible by being only him let's say <laughs> so he had to enter into the heart into the into the role if you will of his highest devotee so. and, even, and even in that role he finds this this astonishing situation Rupa Goswami showing how much he knows him how much he loves him and Mahaprabhu was like wow I never thought that someone could know me to that point. <clears throat> so again, he was reciting this verse in the mood of Sri Radharani. So Srila Rupa Goswami, Srila Rupa, Rupa Manjari, who is very close to Sri Radha and Krishna Lila. So naturally, he was very, very able to to catch the inner feelings of the Lord. <clears throat> so, as Guru Maharaj also said, quoting, the end of Ramananda Sambhat, no? when Mahaprabhu is asking Ramananda speak about the highest goal of life, the highest method to that goal, support by Shastra, keep speaking, keep speaking, superficial, continue, oh that starts to be nice, continue, 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 shut up, do not speak <laughs> anymore, you are speaking too much now. <laughs> When Ramananda said, oh, 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 you are asking me to continue, I don't have any more Shastric quotations to give to the next level that you are inviting me to, but I have something to say, some composition is there, some poetry of my own, my authorship is there. So he starts to sing this poetry, which speaks about this Radha Krishna Milan, this union combination. Sri Chaitanya, how do you say this, this song? Mahaprabhu Sri Chaitanya Radha Krishna Nahayanya Rupanuk Janera Jivan. So in this poetry, Ramananda shows, eventually he is basically like uh, sh- showing who is Mahaprabhu, basically. You know? So when he's speaking too much, Mahaprabhu, like, it's okay, okay, you pass the test. You know? So Gumara says, like this, when we get to that point, we will be speaking so much that. Mahaprabhu Krishna will shed our, close our mouth and take us to the, to the Parabhyam. Okay, continue speaking there. <laughs> Too much here. Good. <laughs> so, so Sila Rupa Goswami is such a person. So we should be very, we should feel very proud in the proper sense of the word. Of course, <laughs> we have to do something with our pride. No, so. <laughs> We have to find some healthy expression of pride. So we should be, we should be fortunately pride, humbly pride, proud, sorry, by being part of pride. I mean, grateful, basically. No? So by being part of such a dynasty, no? a personality with our having this conception 
of Sri Rupa. As we say, Rupa Nog Janerajivan. For the followers of Sri Rupa, Rupa Nog Janerajivan, their jivan, their life and soul is Mahaprabhu Sri Chaitanya Radha Krishna Mahayana. To constantly speak about how Mahaprabhu is Radha and Krishna combined. In which form, in which way, what's the implications of that. Speak about that is life and soul for Rupa Nog Vaishnavas. That's the legacy we have received. So we should be ready, if you will, or, or qualify ourselves to be more and more able to enter into these topics. Because speaking about that is seva also. So it's actually it's the highest seva when we gradually try to live our lives for that. You speak, when you open your mouth after trying to live your life for that idea, oh, that moment will be the highest. Uh, offering we can present. So that's why the scripture says, emphasize so much, try to hear uh, Harikata from the mouth of dedicated people because they are living their life for, for the ideal and when they start to open their mouth, so that's, they are sharing the outcome of their dedication, their daily, uh, the daily surrender to the ideal, to the message, to the gift that Rupa Goswami is trying to give us. So, well, you know, Rupa Goswami was specially uh, instructed by Mahaprabhu uh, in Prayag, important session there, that sometimes is compared even to Krishna instructing Brahma at the beginning of creation. This parallel is given sometimes. Even Vishwanachakavarti Thakur explains the first verse of the Bhagavad. I think we spoke something about that during my last visit, first class was about that. <laughs> And, uh, well, at least I take one part. <clears throat> and it's this first verse. We speak about the Adi Kavaye. No, at the beginning of creation, the original poet. <clears throat> so this may refer to Brahma being instructed by Krishna at the beginning of creation. But this Vanachakrabhati also says, also this applies on some layer to Rupa Goswami, he's the original poet of the Gaudiya Sampradaya. And he was instructed at the beginning of creation, of creation of our Sampradaya, basically, no? because they are, the, as Guru says, the architects of our Sampradaya. No? So they are there at the very beginning, giving shape to Mahaprabhu's ecstasy. So... <coughs> So his instructions are fundamental. His writings are well. We most of us know about the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, but so many books are there from Sri Rupa Goswami. Most of them uh, Rasic literature. So this is books from like postgraduate students. <laughs> now we may have like an, an introductory level. Well, of course, these levels are also always mentioned, even in the Bhagavad Gita which in itself may be considered an introductory book compared to all the ones that are there in our tradition. But even in the Gita, so many levels are mentioned there. Not like Guhyam, Guhyatanam, like five levels compared to this milk development. Not like the milk, the butter, the, I don't know, the yogurt, and one more before the ghee. <laughs> So, so many levels. So, in the same way, you know, there are so different books about different topics, and books will be more about yeah, introductory topics, philosophical topics, and there you have Lila Granta, Rasik Granta. 
that that's, that's only for only <laughs> for relishing like the once Mahaprabhu was here at the end of his life before entering to the Gambira Mahaprabhu which was like one of the main Harikata Mahaprabhu was hearing before entering the Gambira as a sannyasi Acharya Leela from Gadadhar Pandit in Jagannapuri Bhagavatam Pradad Maharaj Dhruva Maharaj so this may not seem like very esoteric topmost section of the Bhagavatam I mean it's incredible section of course the point is Mahaprabhu he's after Radhavag and what's he doing here in Prahlad Maharaj Santaras and Dhruva Maharaj worshipping God because he wanted the kingdom um, <laughs> what to do of course many meanings are there to do that no? one of the meanings deeper meanings is that actually Mahaprabhu is Krishna c- cultivating the mood of Sri Radha and to enter into his mood implies to enter into a reality that has so many obstacles. In daily life, Sri Mathura experienced so many obstacles in her attempt to join Krishna. It's not that, okay, let's meet with Krishna and receive, no, what's up, 3 p.m., bouncy bat, see you there. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, the whole system is arranging everything, Purnamasi, Brinda Devi, everything is there, but the obstacles are there to increase the, the tension of the Leela. No? Yeah, the other day we were speaking about that in during Julan Jatra we gave some talk there and, and, and let's start only by, by the, the place where Srimati Radharani lives no? at home in Jabat with his so-called husband his, her uh, how do you call it in English? Mother-in-law. mother-in-law and thank, thank you Jatila Kutila okay. mother-in-law, sister-in-law so these three people are really like this dysfunctional family. <laughs> no? I mean, try to analyze for a minute the three of them. <laughs> Jatila, the mother-in-law. Jatila, the words come from Jata. In Sanskrit, Jata means to... Like, like when you don't... Yeah, basically that means dreadlock. When you are not like... like how do you say? Right. Yeah, yeah, the hair. <laughs> so that's the tilas. Not like stuck there, like totally like. That's her psychology, no? Kutila, what does it mean, Kutila? Airibhava timprimna, svabhava kutila bhavit. Crooked. Like the snake moving in a crooked way. So Kutila is also crooked lady. No? Like the ones like. I mean, all of them are, 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 are just thinking Shirada is with Krishna. Just we have to officially prove that. Every single day they have that in mind. And we, today, we will find them. You call him Fraganti also in English? No. Okay, no problem. When you catch someone doing... Oh. Okay. <laughs> so, Kutila was like this. Like, like, a, like, a, like an ant. No? That is walking and the ant is walking and is looking for a, a crack. Enter. No? <laughs> so, this crookedness is like that, no? like looking, looking the character. When it sh- but you know, no, it's, it's, it's the dynamics of the Lila are such that it seems that every single day they will catch Radha and Krishna. But never, it never happens. <laughs> Just what they are about to catch, no? the arrangement of, of, of Lila Shakti is such that, uh, I mean, 
Radha Rani is shown as a most chaste lady and they become Abhimanju, Jatila, totally embarrassed. And, <laughs> and Abhimanju, Abhimanju comes from Abhiman. Abhiman is a, not like, like too high consideration of yourself, like long chest. So these three people are the ones who live with Radha daily. So total dysfunctional family there. And she has to be there. One of the name of Sri Radha is Kshameshwari. When you recite this famous sloka, Mukmakeshwari, Kriyeshwari, Sadeshwari, Sureshwari, Tiveda Bharateshwari, Pramana Sasaneshwari, Kshameshwari, Rameshwari, Pramoda Kananeshwari, Brayeshwari, Brajadi Peshiradiki. So Kshameshwari means the goddess of tolerance. So. She, she, she deserves such title with such a family. <laughs> so the point is, daily are so many obstacles and all the families like just against her and her joining with Krishna and everything is suspic- suspicion is there. So, but she accepts all that, of course, for the sake of parakia, <laughs> the increase of daily parakia, if you will. So the point is, Mahaprabhu was hearing in Jagannath Puri, Pralad Lila, Lila, because all these chapters are so much filled with obstacles. <laughs> so many obstacles. Dhruva also has some opposition there. So the point is, he was trying to, to imbibe the mood of Radha, who herself finds so many obstacles in her way. So in order to enter properly in that mood, he entered into these obstacle-like sections of, of the Bhagavatam to really accept, okay, I have to go through all that if I want to reach those other obstacles in Brach, if you will. <laughs> and we should be ready for that also. <laughs> I mean, remember, Mahaprabhu is teaching us. It's not only, oh, how nice he says. He's hearing ten, 100 times Pralat Charit. Oh, how, how beautiful Mahaprabhu. What I read one, two times, oh, I already know that section. Give me a new book. No? So, <laughs> so, so, but the point is, when he went entered the Gambir at the end of his life, there were no more Pralat Charit, nor that these are sections also full of prayers full of prayers Bhagavatam is very beautiful also because of that you find so many long sections of prayers no? Shrutis praying Pralad praying Dhruva praying everyone praying and many verses many verses and I've seen the devotees sometimes like trying passing quickly those prayers so, so let's go to the next story no? so say, that's not Bhagavatam <laughs> Actually, those prayers are the, the life and soul of the Bhagavatam, because in those prayers, all Siddhanta is included, and all the, the Saranagati moods of the one who is praying is there. So, if you want to reach the tenth canto alive, <laughs> you have to properly go through those prayers to understand the prayers that are there in the tenth canto as well. So, so Mahaprabhu, at the end of his life, he was just hearing this this Lila Katara Chandidas Vidyapati Gita Govinda Jayadev no philosophy no Siddhanta in one sense overtly but of course was the opposite of overtly covertly okay implied in an implied way of course all Siddhanta is in that in such poetry but he was just relishing that so Rupa Goswami was able like to if you will, to, to understand all the different fa- faces with pH of, 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 of Mahaprabhu's 
let's say, Lila and development of the Lila around his mood, and he was able like, to join him somewhere, somehow or other, even though he was not there physically always, but assisting him in all these different levels uh, of plans that are in his mind. No? So, that's our mission, that's our family. Mm-hmm. I remember once I asked uh, Bhakti Prasun Madhusudan Maharaj mm-hmm. about... He, he, he told me very nicely, he said, what's a mission? Because, because we're thinking about the different missions of Vaishnavas. He said, what's a mission, actually? He said, mission is Mahaprabhu's desire. I mean, that's the mission. A mission represents the desire of Mahaprabhu. It's not an institution. It's the mind of Mahaprabhu, expressing into a particular mood, a particular desire, particular mission. <laughs> so... Like trying to emphasize, do not forget to see any mission, bona fide mission, and real Mahaprabhu's desire expressing itself through one, another sadhu, but all of them coming in the line of Rupanuga, Guru Bhargava, Sri Rupa, who is the one who mainly understood that mind and was able like, to take Mahaprabhu's mind, Mahaprabhu's desire, and as Gumra say, create this approachable lakes so we can enter, we can bathe ourselves, we can be blessed. And well, gradually we can pray to <coughs> to serve him more and more closely to his associates. So, some words about Sri Rupa. I don't know if there's some other question. We have some, some minutes we have, Gorsunda? Keeping the question for Guru Maharaj, I know. No ah. Perfect. None of the Goswami's initiator, or was it only Rupa? Sorry? None of the Goswami's yeah, initiator. Mm. Well, between the six Goswamis, the one who mostly gave initiation was Gopal Bhatta Goswami. So it is said that Sula Rupa Goswami gave initiation. One. <laughs> to Sila Jiva Goswami but after that besides them we don't, we never heard that Sanatan Goswami, Jiva Goswami Raghunath Das, Raghunath Bhatta gave uh, initiation to anyone so they were really focusing establishing actually each Goswami had a particular function there of course complement was there but Gopal Bhatta was mainly appointed for the function of Diksha Guru between the six Goswamis because of his high, uh, like prestigious, you say, Brahminical aristocratic background. No? Remember, he was the son of Katabata, head priest of Rang- Sri Rangaji in South India. So at that time, if you are the son of the head priest of the Rangaji temple, I mean, it's like. Okay, people will take in consideration. Socially speaking, even in a relative sense, even there was some sensibilities there. But if you, yeah, if we pay close attention, the Goswami was really 
most of them coming from backgrounds like this, you know, aristocratical, like high families, Brahminical family, lots of knowledge, poets, philosophers, and they knew how to deal with the world, so that was really very much instrumental in Mahaprabhu's campaign. But Gopal Bhatta was the main one giving Diksha. Mahaprabhu himself sent to him one asan, like, like sim- symbolizing the seva of being the Acharya, if you will, giving initiation. He sent, he sent the asana, he sent also one, I think, one coping of him, and, uh, and uh, well, of course, the shilas that he was instructed to, to take, and all these instructions that Mahaprabhu gave him. But yeah, mainly Gopal Bhatta and Rupa Goswami. One, but we see that one <laughs> was really worthy of having as a disciple. So we see it's not so much about quantity as it is quality. Guru Maharaj always says, uh, oh, he quotes, I think Narasimha Maharaj, no? he was speaking about Prabhupada, no? that he was preaching to many but looking for a few. <laughs> And Guru Maharaj says, no? disciples are looking for Guru, but Guru is looking for disciples. <laughs> Where is a real disciple I can really pour my whole heart there? So this, that is over, overflowing, no? can continue overflowing, that's the idea. No? I mean, Guru Maharaj said, I think asked, oh, we shared that at the time when we were speaking about this sloka from Rupa Goswami. Tunde tanda vinira timbitanuti tanda valilabdaye karna kroda kadamini gatayate karnar budevis priham cheta prangana sangini vijayate sarbendriyanam kritim no jane janita kiyat vyamrita krishneti varnandri. For this sloka, we should be speaking like for five years, basically. <laughs> that's Srila Rupa Goswami's creation. Personally, I consider that's the most important verse about the glories of the Holy Name. And many, many Vaishnavas are also are of that opinion. No? So, well, there, as Guru Maharaj said, Rupa Goswami shows how Guru is a desperate person no? who is in necessity of sharing. He's overflowing. <laughs> With others, so this verse says, no? Rupa Goswami says, when I enter into con- in touch with these two silas, Krishna, no? it's so much. I, I cannot. He said, not jane janita. I cannot, like measure, kiyat biramritai. How much nectar, Krishneti varnan dwai? How much nectar is there in these two sounds, Krishna? No? Rupa Goswami said, I, I cannot. I cannot. Measure that it's too much. Krishna. We never we hear Haridas Thakur singing lakh three lakhs per day. We never heard Rupa Goswami singing even one lakh. Maybe he even finished even one round because he said Krish. Krish nah. So and, and that's a very high quality of Japa also. No? It's not so much how many rounds did you chant today? <laughs> no? I only finished two syllabus. <laughs> Help. <laughs> oh, that's maybe higher. I mean, strictly speaking, it's higher level of Japa even. <laughs> so that was Srila Rupa Goswami's Japa. <laughs> 
So he say when that sound enters the ear, it, it penetrates the whole of the ear. You just feel the necessity of having many years, many years. Only two years is just so such an injustice from the creator, because so much nectar is entering there. And the same with the <coughs> with the tongue. Chunde tandavini, tandavini says Rupa Goswami. When the holy name touched the tip of the tongue. Tandavani. It starts his Tandavan Nritya. Do you know this Tandavan Nritya? It's like the dance of destruction that Shiva performs at the end of, cre- of the period, dissolution time. At different times of Nritya, of dancings. Some are not so... Not for example, Rasa Lila, when Krishna danced with the gopis, this is another type of dance. No? And this is because why, when Shiva wants to enter into Rasa Lila, you know, he enters there. He, he obtains permission as Gupishwar. But he starts to dance. Of course, he has his guru, Ananta, the serpent. He starts to dance like Tandava. <laughs> oh, it's like very powerful dance, just about to destroy it all. <laughs> so Krishna and the Gopis say, okay. <laughs> so we, some arrangement has to be here. No? So please take care of the gates. And, and there you know the story. So the holy name enters into the touch, the tip of the tongue, and it comes with this Tandava. Uh, mood approach, you know, like to destroy, of course, to destroy what you know, know? to destroy everything that has to be destroyed, basically. (laughs) After that, he may perform some other dancing, but first, let's let's do the Gundicha Marjan, let's say, you know, let's clean the whole stuff. (laughs) So, he says, and, and with that dancing, gradually, Became so tasteful dance that you you just feel I want hundreds millions of tongues. In our school, we are taught to not pray for anything in return, like Prahlad Maharaj. I want to serve, and that's the the reward. Rupa Goswami said, "If I can ask something, please give me thousands of tongues and ears. I, I, I ask for that, please. This is too much. I'm overflowing." So Guru Maharaj says, "Guru is a desperate person." Because he's been overflowed with such nectar, he needs to to share his heart with someone. It's not easy to share such a thing with someone. So, as disciples, we should become qualified to render Sri Guru that such intimate seva, allowing him to fully share his heart with us. And he wants to do that, of course. But if he sees that the how do you say recipient recipient is not yet ready to receive such a strong no? This is compared sometimes to the to the milk that comes from the lion, mother lion. I don't know. There's that analogy in Vedic wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's going so powerful that if you if you o- you only have to have a gold recipient to just sustain that. Any other recipient would phew, be destroyed. Uh, yeah. Receptacle. Receptacle. Okay. So. All, only a golden one because of the power of, of the quality and the power to which that is coming mm-hmm. no? so in the same way you know, Gorgovinda Maharaj gave the other example actually now the present moment our heart may be like a pot but with some holes yet <laughs> so the nectar is coming but the nectar is going <laughs> the, pot, the holes are like the anartas no? so when we gradually clean the anartas the pot becomes uh, whole less <laughs> and it even changes its, its, its like quality and becomes a golden pot eventually by the grace of the golden lord so it will have the capacity of receiving such a powerful substance so 
Sri Guru's heart, Sri Guru's grace is, has that intention, that powerful intention, wanted to really penetrate every atom of our self and also overflowing us. But it's not so cheap. No? We have to really spend a whole lifetime and maybe more to acquire the proper Adhikar to so Guru, Guru Dev can. Oh, thanks so much. And he will embrace you and say, Oh, you are my friend. I'm des- such a desperate person. I was looking for another desperate person like me. So finally, I, I found one. I found two. <laughs> so, not easy for that. So because of that, Guru Maharaj says, People generally looking for Guru, but Guru is looking for someone to share his heart. The wealth of Prem that is like vibrating there. So that happened with Sukadev Goswami went out of, of the womb. No, he, you know the story. He just ran into the forest, and uh, and Vyasadeva was running after him. So some, I heard some devotees saying Vyasadeva was running because he was attached to his son and he wanted him back. And like, how could Vyasadeva be attached to to Sukadeva? I mean, he could be attached to Sukadeva, but not as a father-son relationship. And that's the point. He was attached to Sukadeva as a proper pot to receive Bhagavatam. So when Sukadev left, I said, no, no, no. He's a very interesting person that I can really share all this wealth. So he started to run like a desperate, come, son, come back, come back, because I want to share you this. And of course, Sukadev did not come at one point, but he brought him back with the Bhagavatam. Hmm? Some verses, like the good cutter was reciting, and Sukadev came back like hypnotized, like following the sound. And Vyasadev was waiting in the ashram for starting the first lesson. So, and by the grace of that, we are here also, a byproduct of such connection. So, <clears throat> I don't know which was. Ah, yeah, a question. Which was Guru in the beginning was trying. So this has to do with what this parampara actually. You know? Parampara is not like formal connection, like okay, you are a disciple, and now you will be the successor child, you will be the guru. That's all all happening at relative level, but on the inside, hmm, real parampara means overflowing to overflowing to overflowing to not imitating, but gradually we should try like to let the tide get higher and higher, if you will. Because that's what Sri Guru wants us to to share with us. No? So once one devotee asks one another devotee, you know, what's the best service I perform? I can perform to you. He asks to his guru, and he say, "Become pure devotee of Krishna, please. <laughs> that's the best service you can perform. Because when you attain such stage, oh, I will be really able to disclose what I really want to give you from the very beginning and." Still, you are not imagining what's there, but when you reach that point, oh, you will understand what I want to give you. So now we are already so happy and so indebted, and on some level aware of, oh, no, Gurudev had given me so many gifts. We have the list of what he has given us. No? That's Loka showing that. No? Highest conception of the name Mahaprabhu, Sarodhamna, Rupa Sanatan, Jagannath Puri, Vrindavan, Sri Srirada, Madhava, like this. But, I mean, we know that theoretically, we have the list that on our wall, no? <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> but 
that will at least has to become alive and, and there will be some and we're my point is we are now grateful indebted and happy of all the things that we feel we have received from our Gurudev but there is so much more waiting there in, in the list of course we shouldn't become neurotic no, so much more and I'm not having yet but yes we shouldn't like rest till we really are able to render such <laughs> service no? to, to, to Sri Guru and Vaishnava basically no? From, to, to serve the motions of the Vaishnava to know how to to to, to, to accompany, support, ornament, or be ornamented by those emotions, but to, to assist in that, that's very nice. And of course, all the different services we do daily is with that purpose, no? to, to awake this type of sensibility in our, in our hearts. So. <coughs> Let's continue. Cooking, cleaning, how how the sinner say, how is Okay, that one. So, <laughs> all that will take us closer to that. Well, Gurudev Patita Bhavan ki jai, Shila Rupa Goswami Prabhupada ki jai, Shri Man Mahaprabhu ki jai, Shri Krishna Nam Sankirtan ki jai, Shri Shri Dauji Gopal ki jai, Gaur Bhakta Vrind ki jai, Gaur Primaan ki jai.